Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started on today's podcast, let me tell you how to get in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram at firstcomeslovetcm. You can call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Or you can email us at let's talk at firstcomeslovethencomesmarriage.com. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this 17th episode, we're talking about traveling. I said let's fly out. Oh my goodness, he's so cool. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And we are talking about traveling. I was just thinking, here we are, we're in LA, and LA just opened up June 15th, like officially. We are out, should I even say it, out of the pandemic? What does that even mean? No, we're not out yet. Yeah. But either way, things are opening up. People are going places. People, not us right now, but people going places. And we love to travel. I'm speaking in French. We do. I love to travel. That's something that I need to do every year. I thought I needed to do it every year. This past year was crazy. I probably went crazy without this need, but I didn't travel. So anywho, question is, going on vacation, what are the three things you need to have so my three things would be a beach or some kind of water, a rich part of town, like I like resort areas. I don't like going to like the ghettos or <laughs> the slums. Yeah, I'm the, not. Really? I'm, I'm not on vacation to go to the slums. Oh wow! So it needs to have a. I'm not doing like what's it called? <laughs> a retreat. Or uh, outreach. Outreach. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Not on vacation. Nope. Got it. Uh, other people do do that for a vacation. I, no. That's literally a part of tours. We did that. I, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> do you want so, to share about meeting the audience? No, we did that. We did that before. Okay, okay, you're right. Uh, if you ever go to Thailand, <laughs> we know where the slums are. Yeah, we know the slums of Thailand. Okay. And I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. So... I said, like, water, beach, rich part of town, and uh, food, good tasting food. Okay. Good tasting food. I wouldn't have thought that about you because yeah. you always get some sort of... Um, bubble guts. Bubble <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little bubble, little stomach things on yeah, vacation. I do. So but I, I learned. I learned from that. So, okay. like, Dubai, their food wasn't, like, slamming. I don't think it was like slamming. No. So Thailand had good food. Uh, yes. So yeah, I need I need good food. Uh, South Africa had good food. Oh my goodness, you ate well there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't eat. <laughs> and this will be this will be one that is like number four, but is also I always think about it. The American dollar. Uh, I would like the American dollar to be stronger mm-hmm. than whatever that country's Currency. dollar amount is. So. Mm-hmm. 
Like when we went to South Africa, we was balling. When we went to London, we was not balling. We was budgeting. So, <laughs> like I like to ball out. So, those would be my three. What would be your three must-haves? Must-haves on vacation. Yes. Let me see. Number one, I'm going during good weather. So wherever I, I guess this is more about the time that I go, I need good weather. I don't think that I'm going to pick a vacation where it's going to be cold. I don't think wearing a lot of clothes like Alaska. People, yeah, people are like, oh, let's go to Alaska. Yeah, Alaska, or let's go snowboarding, or that's that's an adventure. That's not a <laughs> vacation to me. So um, the vacation needs to be nice weather. I I want to be hot, hot and naked at some point. Um, so Amen. that's number Amen one. To that. Amen. <laughs> number two, I'm going to want to vacation with some sort of animals i love animals and this is something that you might not necessarily like but if we go on vacation i always incorporate some animal part to it right like we're going to feed giraffes or we're going to see some some sort of animal of the land even right so i'm like ooh, the tigers of thailand like i i i like it i like to see animals and number three uh, hmm. I'm going to say I am a tourist person. So the third thing would have to be I want to see the most known thing of the land is probably. So we went to the Chichen Itza in Mexico, which is so funny because when I think of Mexico, I don't think of that. But when I Google it now, it's like, okay, this is a wonder of the world. And I like to have that experience. That's a vacation to me. Yeah, your your vacation sounds like homework. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but you love it. It's like, it's like a National Geographic let me TV tell show. you, I, I do an all-inclusive vacation, which means that in the beginning, we might do a little bit of learning, culture, heritage, and then in the end, we're partying, having fun, relaxing. So I like to have it all, which is why my vacations are no less than nine days long. Yeah, she loved the tour. You <laughs> love getting the tour. Wherever yeah. we are, you're like, we need to get the tour. I didn't even know someplace. Like, you know, L.A. probably has a tour. Yeah, I'm sure. And... You're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get the tour. I've we're never gonna... been there, and most of the time, we spend all this money to go. We probably not coming back. I'm yeah. always like, oh, we're gonna go back to Tahiti. This is where we had our honeymoon. We probably are not. I mean, no, nah, it was expensive too. This was it. So when I go, I get it all in. I really like to do an 11 day kind of situation. And I remember we were in Hawaii. No, we couldn't have been in Hawaii. I don't. I don't remember where it was, but I remember we were somewhere and I was talking to some other couple and they were like, hey, you know, how long are you here for? And I was like, yeah, we're just here for six days. They were like, what? We're on vacation for the whole month. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was in Mexico. That, that, was was in our, Mexico. that was our one year anniversary. Yes, and I was like, you're right. I shouldn't do any less than two weeks on vacation. Comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> no, I'm not comparing. We, we, we made it on those six days, okay? Yeah. And those people were clearly retired because their bodies were retired. <laughs> so, uh, well, so one thing about traveling, do you have friends who, who travel and like, have you ever did like a, 
a girl's trip or like wow. like let's go type of thing? I would love to. This that's that's definitely one thing that if I could be like, man, I wish, you know, I don't do that often, but I'm like, man, I wish I had friends like that. I wish I had girlfriends like that because I, I do see that. And I'm like, man, I, I like that. That would be fun because I like to travel. I like to have fun. I have one friend that does that. And right the past couple years, the timing has been off because we've been pregnant <laughs> so I haven't been able to travel with him but I definitely would I would I would love to go traveling with our friends and I would say we have maybe two or three couple friends that would that we could travel with that would be on our level I've invited people to travel with us before and they when I say I go all out like I I book an itinerary. I'm like, this is what we're doing. And to me, a vacation isn't a vacation unless you go out of the country. Like, we could take a getaway to Miami or to Vegas, that sort of thing. But, like, a vacation is out of the country, and that means a week and a half minimum. And I I do feel like we have a couple of friends that would do that with us. Okay, she is speaking clearly of her privilege. <laughs> what? Because she could take a week off. Some people don't got it like that. And some yeah. people don't have passports and stuff like that. That's so true. this is her talking from her privilege. And I do understand that. She understands that. But hey, it is fun because people are like, yo, us going to Florida to go to Disney World is a vacation. That, no, I'm yeah, of course. I said to me, to oh, yeah. me and how what I think and what I feel like for me, my mate, my family, I think that that's what I, that's what I think. But yes, do of you course, think you can you vacation would, here. <laughs> would you let, or do you think I would let you go on a like girls trip? Like here, here, take the, take the boys. Let me, first yeah. of all. Yeah, let you. Let me, first I, of all. I said that on purpose. I yeah, that on I know. Purpose. <laughs> but yes, because I've let you go on a boys trip. You went to Cuba for a bachelor party. And let me tell you, these men, I don't know them. I only knew the one guy, which we is our son's godfather, who was getting married. I knew him. But we, you didn't know, I didn't know anybody else going to Cuba. So I didn't have any communication with you. The cell phone didn't work. I <laughs> yeah, literally Cuba. let you go and pray to God, bring my husband back safely, Lord. Okay, so yeah, I mean... I think it's when you go on those type of trips, you're running the risk of trust. Yeah, you, you trust because you could go to jail, get in trouble, get some STDs. Yeah, get, you gotta you gotta know your you mate. You gotta know that you know what. Even in your wild out, wild out, you still gonna make smart decisions. You're still going to consider me, us, the family, and I want you to have fun. I definitely do. I I don't mind booties in your face, but I also want you to be. Considerate, mm. okay. <laughs> I, I well, we weren't married. I don't know if we were married or not. You went to Vegas with uh, yes. the girls. We were married. We were married. We okay. were married. So you were like, and it was it was kind of spurred a moment too. It was like it was. I was so random. Uh, it was like two days. Oh. You were like, I'm going to Vegas in two days. I was like, yeah. Oh. My girlfriend was having a hard time and going through a breakup, and I was like, we going to Vegas. Mind you, she's married to this man now. Good for her. I guess that trip worked. (laughs) It was like, let's lift our spirits. And I called out of work. Could have got fired. It was just, it was rash. But yeah, I'm I'm not that type of person anyway. My fun includes being loud. (laughs) It doesn't include much of anything else. 
Welcome to the Am I Wrong segment of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. This is the part of the podcast where I give you a situation and you tell me if I'm right or if Lindsay is wrong. So this is, I'm going to dramatic, dramatize this one. Is that a word? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to dramatize this one. I've been in this situation before, but it hasn't been to the degree of what I'm about to say, but I could see, but I could see the reasoning behind it. I like to buy Lindsay gifts. One of her love languages is gift giving. And I do not have a good record of buying her clothes or shoes or anything that she wears. So let's just say I'm in a store where I see a woman who has a similar figure to to Lindsay. Am I wrong to approach that woman and say, hey, can you can you hold this up against you? Or can you would do you think would you like this? Am, am I wrong? Because because some women see that as me trying to flirt. But it's not really me trying to flirt. It's me trying to get a proper gift. And I am a person who thinks that women have the basic same sense of style, basically. Mm. And mm. then they expand, but in the root, <laughs> and the root is like feminine women. You see, have, this is uh, what men think. So, 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 it's, so all so women basically dress and look and have the same style. Absolutely not. Would you be wrong in asking a woman, does she like this when you don't know if she and I have the same style? Probably yes. I'm just saying you would be wrong because that would be the wrong thing to do. Not because if she has the same figure as me. Yeah, I'm talking like if it's like lingerie and I'm like, can you just hold this up? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I've asked men that. I've asked men to put clothes on. They've taken clothes off in front of me and tried it on. I've definitely asked <laughs> what <laughs> when I get you things and if I'm not with okay yeah so you're saying I could be like hey can you try on this lingerie for me no Thank you. so <laughs> you could hit us up on the Instagram at first come love TCM you can call the voicemail at 347 true love 347-878-5683 or you can email us let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com we're back still talking about travel traveling and distance really getting to relationships how do you feel about long distance relationships traveling away from each other being away what you think about it long distance is the wrong distance uh, <laughs> no i think it's i think it's fine with long distance it has to be to me, a means to an end. Mm, mm-hmm. And it also has to be very clear communication, very clear guidelines. Like, you know, the the real question for me is how how far is long distance? It's like, because in New York, I could live in Harlem, you could live in Brooklyn, and we could be two hours away from each other. Right, and, and people are like, oh, that's too far. That, I mean, but you're both in New York, but that's really far away from each other. No, it ain't. We could do two. People drive two hours to work every um, day. And so it's just the thing about 
because we were in a we were in a long distance relationship for years. It it's two different worlds. It's like so. Let's say three. It's my world when I'm with you in the same place. It's my world when I'm away from you physically. Physically, and then there's a world of us being together but apart almost. Like how we interact, how we interact when we're away from each other, is different from how we interact. When we're together. So it's like different kind of relationships. How I talk to you, how patient I am on conversations. Because, you know, a little fight with the distance becomes a bigger fight. Mm. Because it's easier for me to not not answer the phone because I get busy. All right. But when, I, when I'm physically with you, it's a little bit more difficult for me to just brush it off. It's like out of sight, out of mind, basically. Mm. And so long distance is a tough thing for me. I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I, I feel like it's tough. I feel like we had the proper communication to make it work out. And we also had a goal in mind, mm-hmm. uh, a reason, because having it's like, why are you away from me? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like every every argument, every time I miss you, I'm like, why are you away from me? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're away from me because you're in college that now I know, like, I know the reason. And that's that's one of that's one of the things I feel like some people are just like, you know, I met him at the club. I met her at the club. I live over here. They live over there. And that's they're almost like it is what it is. Right. And that. I feel like that is a very that's putting that's that's not setting yourself up for success. There has to be reasons, there has to be boundaries, there has to be communication, and there has to be an end goal. Mm-hmm. And because yeah, that's I mean that's how I feel. So how do you feel about long distance relationships? I I think if you if you relationship is relationship, work is work. You making very good points. Thank you. <laughs> you make a good point, and probably because, like you said, we lived it. We lived that, and so I do think that it makes a difference when you're younger. Because you said if you're in school, you know, we were younger then, and so we were apart when we were younger. When technically my parents were still paying for me, your parents were paying for some party, you know, whatever it is you got going on. So it was different when you're an adult. Yeah. Like, why are we apart? And, um, and if you like it that way. So, I mean, like you said, some things, are bigger fights together. You said some things are bigger fights apart, but some things might be bigger fights together because you see each other. So I guess to me, it depends on the relationship and it depends on how long you're going to do long distance. Because honestly, we're entering into another season in our relationship. We're trying to figure things out. New York, LA again, kind of doing a bi-coastal thing. And so, like you said, communication has to be top notch. And when that isn't, that's when it falls. Because I'm the type of person where it's like, one of my love languages, you spoke about gifts, one of my love languages is spending time together. It doesn't have to be physical time, it just needs to be time together. And so if we are in a long distance relationship, then that means that we're on the phone with each other 
all the time. And so then now, if you can't be on the phone with me, now we're getting into trouble because the, we don't, we're not putting in the time. So we're, we're getting into trouble. But um, to me, long distance can happen. I feel like if you got to get work done and your partner's understanding, we're going to get this in. It might be six months. It might be eight months. We'll, we'll reconvene sort of thing. So, I mean, this hasn't happened to you, but you are, you're in the entertainment field. You're a dancer. And, <clears throat> and there are different types of dance. So there are people who go on cruises for yes. entertainment. There is like Lion King on tour. And do you feel like you can do that? Or in the situation you are in right now mm-hmm. with your two sons, your yeah. dog, your husband, you get you get a, a job offer that is like, can't miss, this is once in a lifetime. Do you do it? Or do you say, hey, or, or I get a job offer and it's like, baby, I need to go to Tennessee. I need to go to Florida, set up camp. Right. How how do you do. feel like you yeah. you would navigate something like that? In my mind, I want to be like we are professionals in this relationship, mm-hmm. and we can talk it through. Because first thing you do is have a conversation, and you sit down. You before you say yes, you sit down with before your mates. You say yes, yes. Well, before I say yes, before you say yes, we sit down, we talk about it, and we have a conversation because that's the right thing to do. And then we can figure out a way to make it work. Because to me, at this point in the game, no one of us, not one of us, should should be without help. I should say it like that. And just speaking for me. So like you said, you're going to be going away for a little bit. I know that I need help. We have two kids and a dog. So we, we need to talk about, okay, what does the help look like? What, even if it's, you know, friends, it doesn't have to be paid help, but we talking about somebody to fill in for you, fill in for me to lighten the load of this, this village, like, or this, that you need to raise right here. So that is, first and I would hope that I'd be able to do that but in reality I probably if an opportunity was offered to me and we talking buku money and we talking about it's for like a short time I think I would I would say you know what I gotta take this it's actually for the betterment of our family Mm -hmm. even though you know because and that's a a, a topic a conversation about money is like sometimes taking more money like if you were to get a job offer that was a lot more money, but was a lot more time away or, you know, that sort of thing, you you have to consider, like, is this actually better for the family? Yeah, is it helpful or is it like a distraction? Right. So, you know, you got to think about these things. got to pray about it. Yeah, I was I was just thinking as you were talking, I was like, that those are good points. The thing about travel, having long distance having a situation where if you have to go somewhere and set up camp or if I have to go somewhere and set up a new camp, yeah, is the companionship that I'm missing mm. with you. And I know other people could fill in and hold shine. I know other people could fill in or you could take action to daycare and stuff like that. But who is filling in for me as your companion? That's the thing that I would see as most important because before we had kids, before, you know, we had the dog, 
it was our relationship. That mm-hmm. That's the base of our family is our yeah. relationship. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that that stays strong. And that's that's just the, I feel like that's the tough part about long distance. Mm-hmm. It's keeping that companionship at the level where we're both happy. Right. And you're getting what you need out of the relationship without it being said. Because sometimes you don't even have, or I, sometimes for me, it's like, I don't have the words to put. Or we try to be like in perfect unison in communication, but Sometimes it's like, okay, well, should I tell him, like, I need a little bit more time here or I, I wish you were here or, you know, things like that, that really it's not helpful if, if it can't happen. And so then it's kind of like, how do you, like you said, yeah, the companion part of it and making sure that no one else fills in that role. Yeah. That's what you're really trying to say, because if, you know, you're working late and we I actually remember experiencing this our first year of marriage. You worked late a lot. You were rising up the ladder and in the restaurant industry and climbing up and you were a manager or maybe a server i'm not sure which position but you would stay late and i work late so that means you were staying later than me and i would get home at 11 30 you would get home at two three <laughs> and so it's and so i remember thinking how do married people do this? I don't want to go to bed without my husband. I don't mm-hmm. want to go to sleep. And I remember talking to you about it, but making sure that no one else fills in that role, that I'm not late night talking with someone else or, you know, even because that's something that I wanted, that I needed, but I can't allow another man to come in and fill that role. I have to either communicate that deeply, that I need that from you, or just patiently wait for you to come back to it. Yeah, you you hit that right on it. Like either communicate the exactly what you need, or or you have to be patient and know what the end goal is. Yeah, because like with us, we didn't really have an end goal. I was just like, oh, I'm working, right. and so that makes it it makes it harder for me if you're away, and I can ask the question why. Mm-hmm. But if I know the answer to that. I feel like that helps. But the communication, and I know we say it almost at at the end of almost all of our episodes. It is the first and most important part of any and all relationships. We're not talking about marriage. We're talking about parental. We're talking about siblings. We're talking talking about about friends. We're talking about, yeah, every, every and all communication. Thank you for joining us on our 17th episode talking about traveling please let us know what you think hit us up on instagram first comes love tcm you can call the voicemail at 347 true love that's 347-878-5683 you can also email us let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com see you you next Friday. friday make sure you check the website for merchandise So, so who was foo? So who was foo foo foo? When you go on vacation. Okay, so uh, first things first, a beach. Okay. Which is crazy because right now I'm living in. Lo- I keep going. Just go. Yeah. Okay. 
number two? You know, and that's the thing that I would, that's the thing that, that. You can call us 347-578-568. Am I wrong? Lindsay doesn't know the voice <laughs> That's 347-878-5682. 83. <laughs> you can call the voicemail. Okay. I know can... it now. You can call the voicemail at 347-878-5682. Thanks for listening.